Hello, everyone. This is your Jacobs Well Care team with Tana Sabor and myself, Steve Hay. And we are today presenting our fourth podcast on the topic of self-care. Joining with us today, we are delighted to have Gina Young with us. Uh, Gina is uh, a counselor. She's been working in that area and that field for 14 years. And we're just uh, very happy that you're here with us, Gina, to, to join in this conversation about the armor of God and self-care. Thanks for having me. So there is a woman by the name of Katie Reed. And uh, she's a writer, speaker, mental health advocate. She said that self-care is giving the best of you instead of what's left of you. And, you know, from a Christian perspective, it really is how do we live out our life being the best that Christ created us to be? You know, it, it wouldn't it be wonderful if uh, after we each individually receive Christ, we are boom, right up to heaven. I mean, that would be nice. We could just spend the rest of our days in glory and splendor with him. But we know that's not the case. Uh, we come to faith in Christ, uh, but we know that uh, we need to, in the meantime, live out our faith daily. Uh, but this faith is not lived out uh, in an area where there is no problems. Rather, uh, we have to, every day, face situations that challenge us, evil that forces us and tries to derail us. And all of these events uh, challenge our faith and draw us away from God. They impact our thoughts and our actions. Uh, this struggle is not one we can control or one that we can win by our own efforts. But God has provided a way to protect us, and this is described in the sixth chapter of Ephesians. Let me read just the first couple of verses of this. Paul is saying, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the full armor of God so that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the full armor of God so that you'll be able to resist in the evil day, having done everything to stand firm. Stand firm, therefore. And then it goes on to talk about the different pieces of armor, and Paul uses those pieces as a reference to scriptural ideas. And so we, we've talked about the different uh, ideas of the breastplate of righteousness, uh, the belt of truth, the, uh, the shoes that are prepared with the gospel of peace, the shield of faith. And, and today, we want to take a look at the last two pieces, mm -hmm. that being the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit. Mm -hmm. So, Steve, um, what exactly is the helmet when we say that? So, we've drawn the uh, picture that Paul is writing this from prison mm -hmm. and probably had Roman guards that were with him. And so each illustration, each piece of armor that he has talked about is probably one he had visible eyes on to be able to say, 
ah, I can use that as an example. The helmet itself, you got to think of it as somewhat like today our, our bike helmets. A mm. uh, piece of iron that was uh, designed to go over the, the, the top of the head, oftentimes covered with bronze. Uh, the, the helmet itself would help to protect in battle against the, the broad sword strikes that the enemy might try uh, that would, without the helmet, crush his skull. Yeah. And so this was, this was meant to, to help him. Uh, in Paul's day, probably this helmet was redesigned a little bit, adding some protection towards the back and the sides. And, the, and the, aside from the protection, the helmet also gave uh, a visual idea of the soldier and his uh, allegiance. There was typically on the top of the helmet some plumage of color and different sorts mm. that would help to identify uh, what part of the army that soldier was, and that would communicate to the commanders of who this person was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I've said before, it just is very interesting to me to hear of the actual physical aspect of what a soldier or a guard would actually be wearing or look like during that time. But then if you add the word salvation to the end of that, Steve, what was the helmet of salvation in reference to God? And so we oftentimes as Christians think of the word salvation as a, an event, uh, we come to a point in our life where we realize that we need Jesus as our Savior. And so in that moment, in that period of time, uh, that journey in our, our faith, we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior. And, and some people will point to that and say, that's salvation. Mm-hmm. And we know that because of that acceptance, one day we will go to heaven with him. Mm-hmm. But salvation is so much more than that. It's more than just receiving salvation. It's applying salvation on a daily basis. And so just as the helmet would protect the soldier day after day, salvation is intended to help protect, to restore, to shield us daily from the attacks of the enemy. Mm, interesting. Yeah, and, and to tie along with that, um, these two pieces actually do come together in the same sentence in this um, part of scripture that um, brings in the word of God or the sword of the spirit. Um, Interestingly, I'm sorry. So I was just going to ask you, what, what does that mean? The sword of the spirit? What what is about the sword? Well, interestingly for me, the, the part of the sword that I find interesting is that it is the only offensive and defensive piece that is given to us. When you think of the Word of God, we can use that offensively um, to penetrate hearts, to open people's eyes to God's truth, to give them the opportunity to accept the gift of salvation from Jesus. And defensively, it can be used when evil launches defenses against Christianity. So you, you said before this description that it, it's part of the same sentence. Mm-hmm. So I, I want to turn it over to, to Gina and, and ask you, What's the purpose? Do you know what? Why do you think the helmet of salvation is joined with the sword of the spirit? Well, when I started thinking about the helmet of salvation, I couldn't help but think of the show uh, that my family has been watching called The Mandalorian. And anyone familiar with it knows that the Mandalorian has his helmet on almost all the time, and it's actually a really big deal if he takes it off. So, as Christians, God gave us a spiritual helmet to wear all the time too, because. 
we're at war mm -hmm. and we never know when we might be attacked. So I believe the main purpose is to protect our mind. Uh, God's taking care of the salvation part. Mm -hmm. So, so how, does, how does the helmet of salvation protect the mind? Well, I love how Paul linked the two together in um, Ephesians 6, right? And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. Um, so basically it tells us that we are saved from something and we are also saved for something. Uh, since the sword and the helmet are linked, it might be easiest to use the acronym LINK to remember specific ways to apply these weapons in battle. Um, I know a lot of times when I'm listening to podcasts, I'm uh, actually exercising or on the go. And so to have something to kind of put in your mind to help you remember some of these things mm -hmm. can be really helpful. So the acronym LINK uh, starts with L, and L means love. And John 3, 16, 17 says, God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. You know, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but the world through him might be saved. Mm -hmm. So if the enemy is throwing darts at you to condemn you, saying you're not loved, you're too far gone, you know, something like that, mm -hmm. the sword or the word contradicts that and reminds us that we are loved and we're, we're offered salvation through Christ. Mm -hmm. So link L-I. I stands for identity. Um, a few years back, Roxanne Crotty did this whole series, um, your IDC is your IDP, so you don't have any IDT. <laughs> I remember uh, that. Yes. That so fun. So, right. And it, it was. It's so fun. It was for the kids, but she also presented it in one of the adult services. And it, it stands for your identity is Christ, in Christ is your identity protection, so you don't have any identity theft. Mm. Basically reminding us of who we are in Christ. There's a ministry called freedominchrist.com that has compiled scripture references that remind us of our identity and that was bought by Christ. And if you go to that website, you know, there's a whole list. Um, a couple that stood out when I went there were Colossians 1.14, I have been redeemed and forgiven, or 2 Timothy 1.7, I have not been given a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So, I remem so remembering our identity um, helps us to throw off those whisperings of the enemy. Mm -hmm. Uh, N stands for needs. Now, we have all sorts of needs. These range from physical, emotional, relational, mental, spiritual. Uh, the Bible says that God knows all of our needs. And Philippians 4 specifically talks about God supplying all of our needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. It also says not to be anxious, to present our request to God. Um, you know, so for those of you that might be in life-training patterns or situations, it might be a challenge to even identify what it is that you really need. Maybe you need medicine. Maybe you need strength to take the steps of obedience that you're being called to take. Maybe you need support. Maybe you need this trial to build your reliance on God more than yourself. I, I don't know, but God does. So it's important to use your sword and the helmet to deflect the enemy's attempts to defame God, especially when God hasn't met your needs in the way or in the timing that you might desire. Mm. Right? So you can use scripture to remind yourself that God gives good gifts to his children and that his timing is always perfect. Mm -hmm. And so then a link ends with K, and K stands for kingdom. So we are saved to be a part of God's kingdom. We are invited to be connected to him, to join him in his work, and to be in community with others. Some say God's kingdom is now and also not yet. So there are ways that we get to see God work now, but we also have this future hope for glorification and continued sanctification and heaven, right? Um, and yet, if we lose sight of what God has saved us from or for, we might fail to share that hope with others. And 
as she talked about this last weekend, you know, sharing and putting those seeds in is important and it's yes. part of this process. Mm-hmm. So in the mental health field, um, hope is one of the most important factors in maintaining and restoring health. So hope is critical. And so our hope is, is really in that, that kingdom peace. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's link. That's, it's great. Um, for me to be able to put those pieces in order, I know is helpful. And I, and I love the way that you separated all of that out. I think it's going to be very helpful for everyone listening to this to remember that link going forward, just like you remembered Roxanne's little uh-huh. ditty. I mean, yeah. I, I would hope that this is something that would remain with people um, to help them be reminded of all of those different areas. Yeah. So that being said, Gina... How do you secure your helmet? Uh, well, that's the part it, that can be really tricky mm-hmm. um, because it is part of our responsibility mm-hmm. um, to put it on, to really remember what's true. And it, it really takes all of the armor, you know, the, the belt that you were talking about before, you mm-hmm. know, the, the shield. Um, because if we fail to put all of our armor on and we fail to remember these things, um, we're really vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, so part of it is that, you know, being in the Word, remembering that. But also, end of that verse that, you know, I just read was the importance of prayer. Right. And, um, you know, really the prayer component is the source of your power, mm-hmm. right? Like, so being communion with God, talking about, okay, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about this, I'm dealing with this, or this is coming at me, like I'm worthless, like, you know, boom, 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 it's hammering at me. And, and you know, really talking to him about it, saying, you know, I don't want to think this way anymore. I don't want to believe this, you know. And you say it's not true, but I'm having these experiences that are contradictory to that. And, mm-hmm. and so really, you know, wrestling it out with him and prayer with other believers, um, that's part of that action component. Mm-hmm. So, Gina, with, with Link, the idea of love, identity, needs, and the kingdom you mentioned it a little bit, but mm-hmm. talk. Can you talk a little bit more about how that relates to self care? Yeah. So, um, it's interesting that science is really supporting uh, what God has told us for forever. Really, mm-hmm. um, I actually have this quote from Dr. Carolyn Leaf, and she says, "Our thoughts occupy mental real estate. Thoughts are active; they grow and change." Every time you have a thought, it is actively changing your brain and your body for the better or for the worse. Um, so in the field of neuroplasticity, um, you know, this is a, an interesting concept. Um, but that whole field is growing, rapidly changing. changing. We're learning things all the time. Um, but I find it really hopeful that what the Bible says about how we think is congruent with what science is also finding. Uh, for instance, the Bible says, in First Thessalonians, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God and Christ Jesus for you. Um, and then there was this article in NPR um, by Manvi Singh, where he stated that studies have found that giving thanks and counting blessings can help people sleep better, lower stress, and improve interpersonal relationships. Um, and he goes on, earlier this year, a study found that keeping a gratitude journal decreases materialism and bolsters generosity among adolescents. Mm. So these are things that the Bible has been telling us to do or to, you know, count your blessings. And, and so uh, if we look at what science is saying, if we look at what the Bible is saying, and then you look at how that plays out and how that impacts us and how we take care of ourselves and then how we feel, um, I think it all just continues to go really well together. Mm-hmm. 
I know um, that you had mentioned too, we've referenced before that we have used um, the Armor of God study guide by Priscilla Schreier. You had mentioned that in there she says a part that the armor has no power without plugging into its source, which is the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's just a good reminder for self-care in general. That is where we need to plug in Mm -hmm. for self-care from start to finish. If we are plugging in to God and all he has for us, that's truly the best first step that we can do in caring for ourselves. You know, there's there's so much out there that uh, falls into the, the self-care heading where we try to do more. Mm-hmm. We push ahead, we strive, we mm-hmm. put more and more and more on our plate, but that is so contrary to what the Bible teaches, that that we're not, it's not about us. It's Mm -hmm. not about our effort. It's not about what we do. And when we talk about self-care being the best of who God created us to be, it's about immersing ourselves moment by moment in life into who God is. Mm -hmm. And, And Paul beautifully uses this imagery of the armor as a way to prepare ourselves so that we, we can stand. Uh, how many people are out there that, that struggle mm-hmm. with just uh, not even feeling that they have the ability, the skill, the, the, uh, enough of themselves there to face what's coming up? Mm-hmm. So it, 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 it does make it hard. It does make it a challenge. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we're rolling ahead so fast that we don't slow down enough to even recognize the story we're telling ourselves. Right. You know, the, the different ways that we think about, oh, I'm not, I'm not doing enough here, I'm not doing enough there. Or we get so busy that all we can think about is just the next thing to do. Um, and so, you know, Pastor Paul said, mm-hmm. you know, some of you out there are exhausting. And he said, no, I mean exhausted, uh, you know, and kind of <laughs> joked about it. And, and But both can be true, right? right? That, you know, we... We do get exhausted, and so to slow down and to really think about what is happening in my mind, what is the story I continually tell myself, and um, am I thinking the things that God would have me think, uh, but also am I connecting to that source? Right. Mm -hmm. So these podcasts that we have been doing have, have used the imagery of the armor of God to provide truth, righteousness, the gospel, faith, salvation, and the word of God. From Acts 17, 28, it says, In him we live and move and have our being. Uh, Through these podcasts, uh, Tana and I, as part of the care team here at Jacob's Well, have have tried to help you learn the idea of the importance of self-care. This is a journey that we need to give ourselves permission to take one step at a time. If you're at a point where you feel like you have not been taking care of yourself in a healthy way, it's not going to change in one day. Mm. But there are steps that you can take. We hope that these podcasts have have helped to steer you in that direction. But please know that if you are in need of some help, you need somebody to talk to, uh, maybe you need some resources, some books to read, or even possibly you need to connect with a professional counselor please let Tana and I know. We, we are here to journey with you, to walk with you, and to help you in this process. 
you know, if we're going to be strong in the Lord, if we're going to stand firm against the powers that would pull us away from his strength, we need the armor of God. Mm-hmm. You know, Paul in this section ends with verse 18, and with all prayer and petition, pray at all times in the Spirit. You know, so let us end this time where we lift this up to God and pray. Heavenly Father, it is in Jesus' name that we come before you and pray that you will guide us in ways that we can take on the full armor of God. You are providing it. As it's been said, it's there. Stir us to step into those pieces that we can go to the word of God, that we can seek truth, that we can look at the gospel and see through that salvation, faithfulness, all the things that we need to make it through each day. Father, we pray for strength for each person listening, that they will take steps to know and become like you. And together, we can journey together, becoming who you've created us to be until that day that you call each of us home. And again, we pray for all of this in Jesus' name.